Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabitha Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Glammere. Oh, I have such a treat for you all today. I've got Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine. Welcome. Hello. Did I tell you already yet today that you're my favorite cast member? I don't think I heard you say that. What did you say? I said you're my favorite cast member. Like I love favorite. this one. Right. Well, yeah. if, if it, it just I always like to introduce my guests. Mm-hmm. You are one of the original cast members on Married to Medicine, which is on Bravo TV. It's right. in its fifth season, season now. Season five. Can you believe it? Yes. And you are also a very successful OBGYN physician with a practice yes. in Atlanta. Yes. Which is wonderful. So welcome. It's two docs talking to each other. Yes. Um, first of all, you're very... Uh, I don't even know where to start. This has been an intense season so far for you. Ooh. But, you know, you're, every season you've been having a lot of very personal things that you've dealt with. Yes. yes. Um, from, you know, br- your two-time breast cancer survivor, mm-hmm. infertility struggles, mm-hmm. ailing for elderly parents. Yes. So it's not like your topics have ever been easy. And you know what? I believe in allowing the sh- just the show to be organic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to come up with a storyline I would have loved to have this year. Yeah. However, it seems to just happen. Yeah. And so I get to share a, a lot of personal pain, but you know, I, I get to see, I get to allow people to see my purpose though. Yeah. I take the pain and create a purpose. Well, the pain that you're created, that's created this season is your husband and you, I, I even, it, it pains me to even say it, I know. but um, you have caught him in an infidelity and it was a shock and a surprise and awful for you mm-hmm. and you have to deal with that. So it's, it's painful. Quite painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that a lot of my viewers and people I've talked to today that telling him that I was going to be here on the phone with you so in, in the studio with you have said that you're so inspirational and you're so elegant and strong. Um, what do you think about that? Well, strong is all I know. Yeah. You know, I think it's a lot harder mm-hmm. to maintain a certain amount of strength through a struggle, but that's really all I know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we talked about it earlier, and I think that's just my genetic makeup mm-hmm. is to take whatever I can and turn it into something positive. So right. I call myself the positivity ambassador Yeah. because, you know, pain has a purpose. Yeah. And you can allow it to make you or break you. I 100% agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. I think that your coping mechanisms and your, 
your pain, you can hang on to it for a very long time and just mm-hmm. make it part of your identity. Exactly. And a lot of people do that. Yeah. And you've seen it, as, of course, sure as a doctor, have. that yeah. a lot of, and, and I say to the patients often that if you look at the word disease, mm-hmm. it comes from dis-ease. Yeah. And you can take a lot of life struggles and live in a diseased place Mm -hmm. and end up with disease Mm -hmm. and so having had breast cancer twice i choose not to yeah you make that choice yes and it is a choice exactly and uh, not just in relation to this but in in relation to everything everything you choose how you're going to live your life from the moment your feet hit the floor when yeah. you've been given another day on this earth mm-hmm. you choose to make it a good day yeah you make choices i think that a lot of times we forget that we have a choice yeah and we end up becoming uh stuck in a mindset mm-hmm. that we feel we can't change anything pity parties pity parties yes. identify with the problem till it becomes part of your identity and yeah. it's actually a security blanket yeah you know those people when you see them coming you go Ooh. yeah they're always sad mad something angry negative. at everybody else yes N- you know all stressed out yes but you know you're human okay so i want to i want to i identify with your strength because i'm very strong i'm mm-hmm. i actually have been told by many of people throughout my life that I am so strong that sometimes it's unrelatable, uh-huh. you know? I, I get that. Um, I get that. I, I, when I was going through med school, I was young. I started when I was 20, started mm-hmm. from, so college when I was 60. So that's all I kind of knew. Mm-hmm. I just was, I just did it. I didn't complain. I just got took care of stuff. And I remember people said to me, they'd be like, you know, I wish you were more vulnerable. Um, your, your strength makes you unrelatable. I mean, they said it in different, not so nice ways. Yeah. But, yeah. but I feel that is the same with you. I often get that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately this year you get to see that I don't have a perfect life Uh I just choose to take the pain Uh and create something that is not so horrible right you know I I certainly can say this was something I totally didn't expect Uh or suspect yeah and I've just chosen to live it where I'm gonna live not as a victim Uh and I'm not gonna live angry right not gonna live angry not which is nice refuse um you know, one of the things I, I think about when you say that is um, that doesn't mean it hurts any less. Exactly. You know, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes when I think about like watch when I watch you and I watch other people that I know going through this and they keep it all in. You didn't really have a choice. You're doing this in the public eye. The whole thing with the other the other relationship kind of came out very publicly. And you know what? My nurse walked in the office mm-hmm. and she kept saying, how's your day? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I'm having a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. And so when she show, pops out this iPad and shows me this blog, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. And so oddly enough, I say, well, okay, we got to see patients. Yeah. And you, you know, just kind of went into survival mode. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I get that. Um, but at the same time, you're a human being and this hurts and you're dealing with these emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're doing it on television. Yeah. Like, yeah. how did you navigate that? You know, if I had been given a choice, I would have certainly had this happen when the season was not airing or we're not taping Uh when we weren't filming. But unfortunately, I found out and two weeks later we started filming. Uh And so I knew that we were headed into filming. And so I just had to keep doing what I was doing. And I chose to say, you know what, I can take this and make everybody on the cast miserable Uh or let everybody see me as a victim. Uh I won't. Uh I won't. I want to use my life as a canvas. Yeah. So that other women who have to go or men Uh who go through this can understand that you can get through this. You know, 
just to, to make this less about you specifically mm-hmm. and more about everybody listening mm-hmm. and um, everything that people are going through um, that have gone through this, you said just now it was unsuspected, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you think about it and you listen to everything that's happening and you listen to yourself talk about it, do you still feel it was unsuspected or is there something that now you think about that maybe that was a flag? Well, now that I'm looking backwards, yeah, I could hindsight. probably take every moment that I went aha uh-huh, mm-hmm. and, and say, well, maybe that was it. Uh-huh. But to be totally honest, there was no pattern uh-huh. of irregularity to uh-huh. say, oh, okay. Now, can I remember a phone call or a text message at an odd hour of the night? Certainly. Uh-huh. But I didn't have where you weren't coming home uh-huh. and the phone would ring several nights in a row at the same time nothing Nothing. that was a pattern right of anything that Mm -hmm. would make me say but I I can certainly look back and say I remember Mm -hmm. one time you came in late and I didn't expect yeah but the truth is I can't say that there was a pattern of anything yeah when one of the other things that I've noticed with the with the season so far your uh, news of your husband cheating mm-hmm. kind of sent a ripple effect to the other cast members mm-hmm. um, in that the other cast members uh, had talked about this with their own husbands and said you know oh my goodness it's like what I'm sure all couples do like look what happened mm-hmm. with Dr. Jackie and Curtis cheated on her and the husbands didn't always respond these women's husbands on your show didn't always respond in a way that the girls the ladies necessarily liked yeah well so it's kind of double like a standard effect. yeah double standard because what we saw is the men said if it had been them they would have left but they also in the same breath said jackie needs to fix it mm-hmm. or what did jackie do yes and so it was almost as if i caused yes. the infidelity yeah uh but i needed to fix it but if you had cheated on me i would leave right and so what we saw now is women are expected to get over it mm-hmm. and move on mm-hmm. where a man is saying, I, I don't think I could deal with it. Right. Um, do you think, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Do you think you caused it? No, absolutely. Do you I will think not. women cause n- these sorts of things? I, I, I will not own any of it. I think infidelity is a choice. Yeah. Now, were there things in the marriage that could make one say I'm unhappy? Mm-hmm. Certainly. Mm-hmm. But if you're unhappy, you fix the unhappiness mm-hmm. or you leave. Yeah. You don't get to include a third person in that yeah. whole pattern of unhappiness. Right. It's a communication thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard for couples to communicate. How long have you guys been married? 20 years? 15. 15. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. And maybe as time goes on, you know, I don't know. I'm not in, in your relationship, but maybe communication from one person to the other isn't you guys get busy. You have your practices. You've got this TV show. Maybe there was a loss of communication that maybe through this can come back. I don't know. Well, what you get to see this season is, again, and I've said it time and time again, is I have to decide whether I have the courage to forgive Mm -hmm. or the freedom not to. You have options. Yes. And I know that's one of the things you said. Yes. You have options. Certainly do. Yeah. And um, that's a really powerful place to be. And I think uh, it's a place that we should teach all of our children to be in. Especially our women. Yeah. Because... I grew up, I, I mean, I feel like I grew up in New York, but I didn't. I came here very young. I came here from medical school. And mm-hmm. so I was like really young. And I came at, at the age where I was in school for a lot of time. And then all of a sudden I'm here in New York City and I'm still in school, but I still want to have fun. Mm-hmm. So I befriended a lot of females that had nothing to do with medicine. They were the ones I could get to the, the parties with, get to the restaurant. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wanted to have fun. And I didn't want to have fun um, 
you know, with the people that were doctors. You know, we're not that fun. <laughs> we are, but you know what I mean? When yes. you're in med school. And so I, I actually came into contact with a lot of women, young girls, who were not really six financially secure. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't really going to school to achieve anything. And they were really trying to hone their skills to get people to get them that financial stability. You know what I'm saying? Well, we would tease Gold the diggers girls. Gold diggers in training. Yeah. <laughs> we tease the girls on the show that MRS, MD. Yeah. That you were yeah. working on yeah. getting your MRS, oh, MD. Yeah. But you're right. And now we have so many opportunities in the United States of America yeah. that you don't have to be a doctor to be successful. No. But we certainly need to train women, all people, to have options. Well, being a doctor is an option. I'm not yes. at all do I agree or believe that it's the only option. But there are so many other options mm-hmm. that are out there. Mm-hmm. I just specifically remember hanging out with these girls and having a great time and then going to school the next day and getting my job and my career and my life mm-hmm. together. And now I've been here, you know, 18 years later and I'm here and a lot of these women are same age as me doing the same things, right. but the men that they're choosing to be with now are like a lot older and they're dealing with girls doing the same thing that are younger than them. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say they left themselves in a place where they don't have options. Right. right. And I never saw it when I was first hanging out with them. I just remember thinking it's a little kind of weird. It's a little slightly unfair that I got to go work and pay my own bills and I don't know if unfair is the word, but you know what I'm saying. They were they seem to be taking the easy route. Right. Right. And it's not so easy because that if your choice can be taken away from you yes. by another person. Yes. That's it's not, not easy. freedom. No. No. But it was hard for me to vocalize and verbalize the way you are and the way I am now. Mm-hmm. I just know that when I was twenty or twenty one, I'm at the parties, I'm at the clubs, and I would go home, go to bed. I wasn't drinking. I'd get up, I'd go to work, and I'd do my thing. And then they'd be flying off to France and jetting here and that. And I remember thinking, God, that's a little, I don't know how I feel. I feel kind of some sort of way. Like at the one hand, I don't really respect it. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it seems so easy that they're just getting whatever they want. But I firmly believed even then that I am always going to be self-sufficient, right. even if it means shopping at Payless Shoe Store. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, or catching a, a garage sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I remember I had this one friend of mine who used to kind of date a boy, a man, and get out of Vogue magazine, flip over to the newest Versace ad and be like, oh, these shoes would look so cute on me. And then he'd buy them for her. Mm. And I remember thinking, yeah, but those shoes, what, what are those shoes going to do when you're lying on your back with your legs in the air giving birth to a baby? You know, like yeah. I used to say that to her and they used to be like, you are so high maintenance. Oh, you're the high maintenance. <laughs> high yes. Maintenance. Wow. Do you relate to any of those? Like, Certainly do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, and you are looking at friends who have those wonderful husbands or men in their lives who can give them everything they want. Yeah. But the, it can be taken away just yeah. as fast. Yeah. These were definitely pre-husband days. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, as we've all gotten older, mm-hmm. I've seen how my way was definitely like the tortoise and the hare. I was mm-hmm. much more the tortoise, but right. I'm there now and I'm, I'm actually, I have choices and it's a really great place to be. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. And I really encourage like everybody listening that, you know, teach that to your kids. Yes, please. Make sure they have choices so that they don't have anybody else in control of their happiness. Right. And even yeah. if you choose to have happiness some other way and it's not necessarily material things, yeah. but teach them that happiness has to come from within. Yeah. 
Yeah. Love yourself first. Yeah. You can't buy it. The, there's no shoes in the world amount of anything that will get you there. Nope. That's when you see me walking around with my whole me period. Yeah. Self-love. Yeah. Learn to love yourself first. Okay. So this is another kind of topic that we've noticed about you this season. Um, you kind of put everybody else first in the past. It seems like, you know, yeah. but you had a lot of responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Parents that you were caring for, husband, you know, career. And you're now learning to take care of you and that's Absolutely. not selfish not at all mm -hmm. not and we certainly want when you see me period mm -hmm. it is never a selfish that nothing about that is selfish mm -hmm. because even on the airline what do they say put your mask on first yeah make sure you're breathing first yes. before you help and, somebody else and that's what we mean with mm -hmm. learning to love yourself first where you take care of yourself mm -hmm. so that you are good for other mm -hmm. people but you are happy internally mm -hmm. and that any choice you make you make it because it's good for you mm -hmm. you know the I think I had it where I didn't know the word no mm -hmm. and my no didn't mean no and people knew that yeah and I found myself in a place of almost abuse and misuse where yeah. just ask her she'll loan you the money yeah ask her she'll come and do it for free right she, okay she'll see the 50 patients today because we just keep adding to the schedule because yeah. she won't say no oh. I've learned now when yeah. the day is over the mm -hmm. day is over yeah yeah is that do you think your upbringing like the way you were raised taught you and also being a doctor hello we mm -hmm. we're, we're dealt with a lot of crap and we just we just handle it right you know i, I used to think that was nice yeah. and people liked you mm -hmm. and accepted you because you were nice mm -hmm. and now i know that's not really nice when it's not good for you yeah because the crazy thing about it is if you say no they're gonna go find somebody else yeah so let them yeah that's how i think thank you you know um i'm nice um, I say that because I get where you're coming from, mm -hmm. but um, I don't know what it is. I, it's, I think it's my mother that did this. I, I, there is a line, a boundary with me mm -hmm. that you do not cross. And um, it's been there for a long time. And I remember my sister was always really nice. Like she would be in the middle of studying for an exam and she'd have some roommate down the hall come in her and talk about how her the guy she liked wasn't calling her back. Meanwhile, my sister was trying to study for an exam and she's younger. And I remember thinking, tell them to get the hell out of your room. You have stuff to do. <laughs> I was always that person. So it's, it's, we never felt guilty about it because I remember thinking if I don't take care of me, mm -hmm. who else will? Right. 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 Yeah. And it's interesting that, the journey that you've come to has brought you here now. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's sad that it has taken that yeah. to make me understand how important I am. Mm -hmm. But it has. And, mm -hmm. and I'm glad that it has. Yeah. And, you know, again, being careful with who you put in your presence. I think I read somewhere you are a product of the people, people you, you put in your presence. Yeah. The four P's. Yeah. And so be careful who you're spending mm -hmm. time with yeah. and who's really in your holiest of holies. Yeah, you know, don't absolutely. share life and your time with everybody because it's not promised. No, it's not. Yeah. And and it is true. Um, I'm very I'm very kind and sweet. Um, uh, I, let me take that back. I am very, <laughs> I am, I am pleasant uh -huh. and personable mm -hmm. and chatty with anyone. Like you can put me anywhere. I mean, I can talk to anybody, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I'm going to bring that person in. And I'm very careful about who I select. I've learned that over the years um, because I've been around people. Like I, I remember I was around this one girl that you breathed the wrong way. She complained about it. And oh. then I remember I was doing that too. Like all of a sudden I'm like, wait, I'm yelling at the person making my coffee because what? That's not me. I don't yell at people making coffee for me. So you know what I'm saying? Like I'm yelling at the Starbucks barista because 
I don't know what. So I re- recognize that this chick's making me crazy. I need to wish her well and, and not like keep her around me so much. I had one of those. You did? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And tell so, me more. <laughs> right. And so this year, yeah, I'm, I'm serious when I say me. Period. It's mm-hmm. like an anthem, mm-hmm. and I want everybody to get it sooner than later. Like mm-hmm. I don't want you to wake up one day and you've you're tired Mm -hmm. and you've been used or misused Mm -hmm. stand up for yourself now put yourself first now and you're right it's not being nasty no it's not when you say no yeah and it's funny i had this one person say to me the other day he's a publicist you're so nice and i'm like yeah you say that like it means you can get away with stuff Mm -hmm. with me that's Mm -hmm. not gonna happen right but you know teach your children teach yourself now you know take care of yourself it is not a bad thing yeah please yeah Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Inspiring conversations on lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. This is Glamier with Dr. Tavis Amir. So what... I'm glad that we're not harping too much on. I, I love your show, but mm-hmm. I really am happy that we're talking about bigger things. Right. Your 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 purpose. Things that have lessons. meaning. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about your show for a second. Okay. One of the things that I felt was really powerful was your trip that we're going to be seeing a little bit more um, to was Barbados, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you came by yourself. Mm-hmm. And everybody, it was a couple's trip. Can you describe kind of what your headspace was for everybody coming into that? And so for the girls, every year we try to do something together. Yeah. And, you know, create this camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And this year we were going to Barbados. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I didn't have a spouse at the time. Yeah. And so I'm I'm going. The girls count on me. We all add something special to the trip. And I was not going to let them down, nor mm-hmm. was I. I needed to get away. Yeah. I needed nobody to text or call. You just needed a break. You needed to jump off the grid for a second. And I didn't need to be coupled up. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I could give back. Now, if you watched last year, Mm -hmm. I also had to do the couples trip alone. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. I I had it down, you know, like an art. Yeah. And so I was still going on this trip as as humiliated and as sad and angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still was going on the trip. And so we had a great time. Yeah. Now, my friends got involved. Yeah. And, you know. You'll I s- think that they got involved and, and they were highly, highly opinionated women. But you know what I think is sweet about your show? Um, I think often reality TV does not is not conducive to strong, positive female mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. I just that's that's a fact. And you guys really care about each other. The right. five of you. I know you have a new cast member, but the right. five of you really really care about each other right. and that's really sweet to see yes and yeah. and we've learned to work through our differences we don't always agree Mm-mm. but that's, but that's the okay. beauty of the show yeah. is we don't have to agree yeah. sometimes when you meet women and you don't agree with their thought process it's like you're the enemy 
Yeah. Or you you don't like me. Mm-hmm. But we can still love each other mm-hmm. and just totally disagree with each other's thought process. I asked this of another. And, and after I ask you this question, we're going to get into the vagina stuff. So I want to yeah. do that real quick. Okay, we got to lighten this up. But before that, what do you think are the biggest barriers to female friendships? Um, communication certainly is. Mm-hmm. And being honest. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we take another friend's honesty as an insult mm-hmm. or as hurt. Mm-hmm. We can't accept the hard mm-hmm. talks. Mm-hmm. And so to be a good friend, you've got to be able to tell me, girl, get over it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love some of my best friends, or really yeah. all of my best friends. Yeah. They're very open and honest. Like, okay, you're going to have a pity party, no gifts, no guests. Mm-hmm. So have it by yourself. Yeah. And then you need to have a time period of which you need to just, you know, move forward if your friends are telling you that right. I think communication is a big thing I think jealousy but I think when you're really really good friends um, that's always something jealousy mm-hmm. but communication sometimes mm-hmm. a friend can hurt your feelings and you don't even know right because they haven't said anything right. and then they get all weird mm-hmm. and then they act differently and next thing you know they're not calling you and you have no idea why so I think that's a big barrier but on the show we've been able to just check each other right there mm-hmm. like what and I think being on a show like that makes you able to do that more right all right, switching gears here. Yeah. Um, we were talking about my experiences, um, my, my craziest, one of my craziest dermatological experiences when I was uh, practicing, and I had a woman who was probably in the adult business, but she's a little older. Like, imagine, like, Pamela Anderson at age 60, and she was sort of like, hey, doc, I really would like my lips filled. And um, I'm looking at her lips on her face. I'm thinking... There's no room. They are so big. If I come near them with a needle, they'll explode. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. Not these lips. And she pointed down to her but vagina. But those lips. Yeah. Those lips. <laughs> and so, yeah, I filled them with filler. Yeah. I, it was a lot of me going, did I go to med school for this? Okay. But I threw up an obscene number price-wise, thinking mm-hmm. there's no way she's going to bite. And she bit. And yeah. they looked fantastic afterwards. Hey, well, they serve a purpose, too. They serve a purpose, and yeah. they're not to be neglected. And they looked fantastic afterwards. Exactly. And we're putting fillers in places yeah. now that you would have never thought of. Right. So you were talking about G-spot plumping. Yeah. Please go on. So there's an Where area. Where do I sign up? I know, <laughs> <laughs> I, all women. But there's an area we believe that's in the anterior vagina. Mm-hmm. So it's no no particular place. But for you the can, record, we haven't like we went to med school. We studied anatomy. There wasn't like an anatomical diagram right, anywhere of a right, G spot. So right. it's kind of like a mythical creation. <laughs> right. That we feel that there's this area in yeah. the anterior vagina, and yeah. if you stroke it, rub it, touch it kiss it blow on it do whatever yeah. right yeah you get yeah, some ooh, ooh, like ooh, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 comes ooh, out ooh, yeah and as we age and the elasticity is less mm-hmm. and things start to go south mm-hmm. and or you've had a couple of babies and you know you may have stretched this yeah. muscle out mm-hmm. the g-spot's not always hitting all the right places mm-hmm. so now uh, in medicine you can add a little filler what kind of filler do you add you tell me the name. So the filler that I could put in my my lips, I could put down yes. there. Yes, yeah, That's I don't want to give a it's name, but know. you know. So it's like traditional injectable yeah. fillers. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So it's and not like a unusual. It's filler. not a vaginal filler. No, got yeah, it. Yeah, it's the same stuff. Wow. And you just plump up the G spot, and it's kind of hanging down where it needs and to, and then it just fills right up. Boom. Wow. Yes. And have you done this on patients? I have not personally done yeah. it yet. But I'm working on it. Right. I am. Well, I mean, I'm just curious because, um, you know, 
it's it's a uh, it's an interesting concept of G spot, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, like I said, there's no map. Right. You know, it wasn't in our Grey's Anatomy books. It wasn't in mine. Was it in yours? Not no. in mine. <laughs> no. Grey's I Anatomy. Have, can I tell you? <laughs> no, right? That's more than a TV show, by the yes. way, everybody. So I have a funny story. I was in the OR once, and I was with a male doctor, and we were doing vaginal reconstruct- reconstructive surgery. Mm-hmm. And you know how there's all those bonehead male medical students that you're, you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking we about. We all have. And I have to say male because the guy asked such a stupid question. The patient was not under yet. And I don't know that the patient was going to be under because this was like one of those things. local <laughs> That procedure. we all forget. Yeah. So yeah. she's in stirrups. She's prepped. And... Right before, you know, the doctor's explaining stuff to us, this bonehead med student, hey, doc, you know, can you show me where her G-spot is? <laughs> right. Now, you know what? That was an important oh, question for not, him, though. Yeah, it was such an, you know what? I appreciate the fact that you're you're making sense out of this because I was just like. <laughs> but think about it. For really? His, but right now? For his wife right now, uh-huh. he probably knows where her G-spot is. Yeah, he may. He didn't yeah. find out that day. <laughs> he probably got put out of the club. You know, he got told to yeah. he got told to de scrub and and yes. sit this one out yes. because the patient was still awake. But yeah, but I mean, my point is, it's not like a lot of people don't know where it is. Right. And then the crazy thing about that though uh-huh. is we're doing medicine now off label. Uh-huh. You know, that's not what the company is saying it's for. Of course not. And so in medicine, you have to make sure you're choosing the right person. Yes. Somebody who's done it before that you trust. Yes. Because we've all had a first. Yes. But you want to know a little bit more about the person injecting the medicine. Uh-huh. And, you know, if it's not working right, you be open and honest and come back and say, eh, this isn't yeah. right. Yeah. Because feelers can go south, but you now have, you know, some reversing agents. You can yeah. go in there and break yeah. that up as yeah. well. But it's happening. I mean, the things that we're doing with fillers mm-hmm. and Botox and. Are you talking about the vagina or everywhere? Uh, well, right for me, yeah, it's just the vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, for me, well, the doctor. Botox Let me clarify. Yeah, the for doctor. me, the doctor. The yes. doctor performing it. I want yes. every. I say that too when people are like, "Oh, but you don't look like." It. I was like, "No, I'm performing yes, it." Yes, yes. Um, what a what are some you know things? I I kind of like that we talk about this because mm-hmm. you know who you know who does talk about this all the time celebrities yeah. and bloggers yeah and they put out some really bad advice right one of the biggest people that um i get the most questions about is all that stuff gwyneth paltrow puts out about you know whatever stuff she's doing at the time vaginal steaming was one yeah another thing is she would put jade eggs up her cooch uh-huh. um up her vagine and we've seen that on reality yes yeah because the jade supposedly is a mystical agent that in her, you know can we please Tell me as a doctor, as an OBGYN, what do you think about those things? Well, you know, the crazy part about it is your body does what you believe. Mm -hmm. And it probably has a placebo effect. Mm -hmm. Think about it. If you believe that this egg is really doing something for your vagina, Mm -hmm. your beliefs make you whole. Right. And so you're right. We don't know what those mystical properties are. But if you believe your vagina is getting tighter or sweeter or kinder or whatever you're doing with those (laughs) eggs... That's what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. I would say adding to that, I would probably not use jade. Yeah. I would get a Kegel ball because jade is porous and it's hard to clean that stuff. Uh, yeah. And you know. just make sure it's yours too. That yeah. you're not sharing Don't your. Share. It's not a lip yeah. balm. Right. But there's not a lip balm you can share with your friends. Right. But yeah. they're making now different apparatuses where you can insert in the vagina and easily pull out. Yeah. 
There's pull one out. Um, pull out. Yeah. yeah. Um, take out. Take out. <laughs> yes. There's one um, apparatus that sort of gets emits an electrical pulse to the uh-huh. vagina, vaginal wall. Mm-hmm. Almost like a TENS unit. Yes. Yes. What do you think about those? Not a lot of studies to back it up. Yeah. But for women who believe in it again, mm-hmm. they swear like, Doc, you got to get one. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you keep using it and mm-hmm. come back and let me know next year. Yeah, exactly. And so, again, it's one of those things that we keep finding new ways to recreate the vagina. Yeah. But, you know, we got surgeries for that good old fashioned anterior posterior repair. Tighten that up. Yes, ma'am. We used to call it the husband stitch. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And we used to call it A&P repair. Now they yeah. call it vaginal rejuvenation. Yeah, yeah. But if the patient believes, you know, we have glass mm-hmm. apparatuses mm-hmm. now that can go in. You can warm it up, cool yeah. it off. Glass um, dildos. Yeah. 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 You can warm them up in the microwave, stick those in. Now you make sure you don't make it too dishwasher. hot. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Can. Yeah. I've seen, I have, a, I have somebody that I know that got one as a, as a gift mm-hmm. and it was just like a, vaginal anal dual apparatus thing and yeah she was happy with it yeah but you know i've got a and i'm not really going to tell you much about it but i've got a book coming out oh i love it and i'm telling you some of the things i've found in the vagina Mm -hmm. and the weirdest thing i've got objects yes oh you have to share one thing the weirdest ever was a glass vase you know the little (laughs) single glass vase for the rose Think about it. It has an opening on I the know. top. I see them in restaurant tables all the time. That's exactly right. <laughs> and they were playing foreplay or whatever they were doing with it. Yeah. And it created a such a but in the vagina. It's a, it's a glass <laughs> that has a hollow cavity in. So when you stick it in to your vagina, you're going to trap air. And you air. move it back and forth. And it's, oh and it's like, poof. And oh so it was God. stuck to the cervix or vaginal side like wall. Like a suction. Yes. And, and when we would pull, she would go, ah. Oh, my and we would God. Pull, and it's like. And, you know, the docs would stop and say, what are y'all doing in this room? I know, I know. And she wore it for three days. Oh, my God. Yes. She probably tried everything to get it she out. She did. And made it worse with water. Oh, now I've got air and water suction. Oh, my it's God. It's not going anywhere. And I kept thinking, <gasps> if I break this, this. Yes. If I break this, we're going to be blood sisters. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, I didn't want to do that. Uh-huh. And it just took for, I had to find a male OBGYN who could uh-huh. slide his hand in uh-huh. as she's screaming and writhing and break the suction. Well, could you have like drilled the bottom of the vase? With but think a drill? about it. If it cut oh my God. her. What am I even saying? Yeah. I thought of everything. I mean, I literally was like foot on the table pulling. So you ended up having to get somebody else. Why a male? Because the hands were bigger? His ha- bigger hands. Okay. So this poor woman had to get a person with bigger hands to insert his entire hand into her vagina yeah. to to unsuction this base. Absolutely. Yeah. I want everybody to think about that. Yeah, I mean, for a and, you know, <laughs> and and here's my advice. If you're going to use food, don't do bite size. Oh my god. Get gosh. the king size. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Wait, yeah. I heard this woman over here say Snickers. Yes. Wait, stop. That's it. Yes. Wait. She's heard my stories. There was a person that put a bite-sized Snicker. Snicker. Was it after Halloween and that was like the treat, trick-or-treat candy? Girl, thing I don't remember the date, but was she had. Was there a wrapper on it? No. Oh. No. And you know, I'm thinking she had a fistula. Like there has to be, stu- you know, a connection between the vagina and the rectum. Because it had, you had warm and not, you know. You and it's chocolate warm. and I'm thinking there's stool. It's not like you're going to taste it. I'm not, absolutely not. <laughs> and think about it. If it's been in the vagina that long, it has an odor yeah. and starting to break down. Oh my goodness. How long was it in her vagina? Three days. I oh. think that's the magic thing. Three days. Three days. Yes. 
Whoa. And trying to get that. I mean, when I tell you objects from plastic fruit to food to nuts and bolts to the top of an FDS spray. Can I tell you one of the funniest things I had to pull out of vagina? Please tell me. <laughs> and it wasn't a baby. Um, it was Cheerios. <laughs> Cheerios. I don't know what is going on. I don't know what to tell you, but all I know is that this woman had fallen asleep and her boyfriend was trying to wake her up and he was putting Cheerios up her cooch to wake her up and she didn't wake up. (laughs) And then the next couple of days later, he didn't say anything to her. And a couple of days later, she's getting all his discharge. Oh, and no. uh, she had no idea. And yeah. um, and I was at, working like as a medical at the time was at the ER, uh-huh. put the speculum in, and we were like, because Cheerios when it melts, it looks like a whole lot of other Mush. stuff. It looks yeah. like just like mucus. Or it something. looked mucusy. Yeah. It looked yeah. just and and yeah. um and uh, how many Cheerios back there? I don't know, but a lot of Cheerios. Yeah. and not crazy, a whole bowl's know, worth, but yeah. The things we expect will be, and often we see at least once a week a retained tampon. Now yeah. I don't know how as a woman you forget it. Yeah, but we get that. Yeah, okay. So that happens I, you know a lot. that happens a lot, or a piece of a condom, or yeah. a whole condom. Yeah. But when you start finding food yeah. and nuts and bolts and glass vases <sighs> and, girl, and Snickers bite size, yes, yeah, go use a king size. Well, don't use one, but I mean, well, you know. <laughs> You don't just don't stick food up your your right. Yeah, maybe just stick like inert things like glasses and not not glass vases like like that one. Like that one. Go buy a real glass dildo. You're writing a book, huh? Yeah, I can't wait to read. I mean, think about how much intriguing information you'll get about. I I already know because in my experiences with what I've done, Mm -hmm. I've already had my own set of experiences. But you, yes, girl, from like I don't know who the daddy is to. You know, Afro DZX yeah. and yeah. just you know, I'm going through the ABCs of the vagina. I can't wait. Yes. Another birthing story I have is when I was in my residency, I had to give birth to this woman who was like a G nine, which means she had nine pregnancies and pretty much delivered them all. Uh-huh. So this was like her seventh kid, and it was Ooh. you know she's in labor. And what people don't know is the more kids you have, the faster it comes out. Quickly, it comes out fast. We were rushing in. I was with the attending physician. He turns around. I turn around. Put our gloves on, and then we turn back around. We're like, "Don't push! Don't push! Push!" She barely pushed. The baby's on the table, and we aren't even in our gowns or our gloves or anything. So that happens a lot. This thing just slid right out. Probably went oh. to school right after too. That's a norm, though. <laughs> you know, that's that's yeah. a norm for us is to see precipitous yeah. deliveries yeah. where it goes really fast. Yeah. But yeah, that was my first, and it was definitely the most um, horrifying because I was just like, "It's out! We don't yeah. even have our gloves on. What are we supposed to do?" You grab a sheet, a towel, <laughs> yeah, or something. The, the attending physician just took his gown and just yeah. wrapped it around. Yeah, and, but it's beautiful. I mean, absolutely beautiful. It was funny. Yeah, I have another funny story, and then I need to just maybe get back. So we were in the inner city hospital, and you know how the next morning, you know, the next morning, you kind of wake up and be like, you round, and mm-hmm. you ask them what they named their kid and what they think they're going to name their kid. Oh, I got you on those. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. We might have the same story. Uh-huh. What's yours? Fimale. Fimale? Yeah. Okay. So I love the name you guys gave it. What, what name did we give it? Fimale. The Female. Oh, my no. Yeah. Okay, I have one. Uh-huh. The baby's name was Shithade. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at it, it said S-H-I-T, head. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shithade. Oh, Shithade. Shithade. Oh, that kid's going to get beat up. Oh, my God. Either that kid's going to be a bully or get beat up. There's yeah. no in between. But I have a classmate whose name is Venereal. <laughs> I promise you. Wow. I promise you. 
Did they shorten it? No. Nope. Go by Vin. Mm-mm. <laughs> and can you imagine what our last initial was? What? Don't say D. It was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you write this book and come back on, please? Can you, you please? I got some What is the book going to be done? Because I want you back on for that. Oh my God! Probably end of next year. All right. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah. In the meantime, you can catch this beautiful, elegant, strong. Oh, and I need to tell you, my friend Mercedes from Shaws at Sunset has to give you a shout out she said that when you were going through everything with your parents mm-hmm. and ailing for your elderly parents she mm-hmm. said she could really relate to it because oh, subsequently yes. to that her father ended up having a stroke and she ended up being that caretaker position so she wanted me to give you a shout out hey mercedes yeah, thank you she's fab um you can catch this lovely lady on um married to medicine on yeah. bravo yeah and you're every bit as magical in person as you are on that show so oh. i wish you all the best i can't wait to have you back we can talk more vagina stuff yeah <laughs> certainly and Hey, don't ever forget you got to have a good dermatologist in your oh, life. Of course. Yes. yes. Fountain of youth. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's true. <laughs> yes. Keep both ends young and youthful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. From your Rudy to your Tootie. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.